So let's, let's jump in. Esther chapter 5. We're going to pick up right at verse 1. Now it happened on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace across from the king's house. And while the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house facing the entrance of the house, so it was when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court that she found favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. If you get a chance, and when you're looking at this, I want you to know that the canister in which they store the scrolls, there's this ornate design where it shows King Ahasuerus holding out the scepter and where Queen Esther is approaching and touching uh, the, the top of the scepter. Picking back up, and the king said to her, What do you wish, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you up to half the kingdom. So Esther answered, If it pleases the king, let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly, that he may do as Esther has said. So the king and Haman went to the banquet that Esther had prepared. And at the banquet of wine, the king said to Esther, What is your petition? It shall be granted to you. What is your request? Up to half of the, of the kingdom, it shall be done. So he's realizing, okay, she's asked for this banquet, and we're showing up at the banquet, but he knows there's more to it than that, that she's not just asking for them to show up at a banquet. Then Esther answered and said, My petition and request is this. If I found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, then... Let the king and Haman come to the banquet which I will prepare to them, and tomorrow I will do as the king has said. It's like, wait a second, what? You prepared a big banquet, you got them both there, and the plan was that you're going to confront them, and then when they both show up, you go, come to another banquet. (laughs) I want you to come to another banquet. We're going to do this one tomorrow, but I want you to come to another banquet. You get this sense of why is she delaying? What is it that she's putting off? I mean, she knows the plan. Everybody's been praying. Everybody's been fasting. And and her maids have been doing that. Mordecai's been doing that. So, So what was her reason? Well, it's not super clear why Esther invited them to a banquet to invite them to another banquet. Some people have suggested that Esther just got nervous. She got nervous. She was in the moment, and her her nerves got to her, and she was thinking, "Oh my goodness, you know what do I what do I do?" And she said, "Come to another banquet, perhaps." Some have suggested that this was her plan: come in, invite them to another banquet, perhaps. Some have suggested that she discerned that the timing just wasn't quite right. And that there was something within her just going, now's not the moment, now's not the time, perhaps. I would say regardless of which of those that we come to the conclusion, which we can't say definitively, but we can say this, regardless of which one we might lean toward, we can say God was behind that decision. God was behind it. 
Uh, Perhaps she was nervous. But maybe that nervousness and delay of uh, come to another banquet was God creating that nervousness. Maybe it was the plan all along. Maybe God just said, here's what I want you to do. And they said, oh, two banquets? Okay, let's do it. Or maybe she was reading the room and there was a moment where she said, something's not right. The timing is off. And God was just giving a spirit of discernment to Esther. Wait. Let's do this tomorrow. Regardless, God was at work. God somehow used those circumstances. Somehow Esther was sensitive to that and knew that this was not the moment and that it was going to be the next day that she was going to invite them to a banquet and then share with them her desire. Pick up at verse 9. So Haman went out that day joyful and was a glad heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate and that he did not stand or tremble before him, he was filled with indignation against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. And he sent and he called for his friends and his wife, Zeresh. Then Haman told them of his great riches, the multitude of his children, everything in which the king had promoted him, and how he had advanced him above the officials and servants of the king. Now, understand this. None of that was new. It's not like he was coming home and telling his friends and wife something they didn't already know. You realize all he's doing here is he is, he's gathered all his friends together. He's gathered his wife together and said, look how wealthy I am. Oh, look at all of my children. Look at how the king has promoted me above everybody else. None of this was new. They already knew it. It just shows you the, the arrogance, the ego that we're dealing with. And then verse 12, moreover, Haman said, now, so now he's getting to the, to the crux of it. Now he's getting to the, this moment. Here's something new. Besides, Queen Esther invited no one but me to come in with the king to the banquet that she prepared. And tomorrow I am again invited by her along with the king. Yet all this avails me nothing. Listen now what a, you know, how, how self-centered he is. All this avails me nothing so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then his wife Zeresh and all his friends said to him, well, let a gallows be made. Fifty cubits high. That's about 75 feet. If you can imagine, that's probably, you know, maybe pretty close to the height of this ceiling. You know, so, I mean, if we're talking a massive. We're not just talking a typical platform. 75 feet up in the air. Make it, make it huge so everybody can see it, right? Uh, let a gallows be made 50 cubits high. And in the morning, suggest to the king, in the morning, suggest to the king that Mordecai be hanged on it. And then go merrily with the king to the banquet. And the thing pleased Haman, so he had the gallows made. Let me give you real quick key point number one from chapter five. When discerning God's plan, identify which will require faith 
that is sacrificial toward others and which is rooted in our own pride and might come at the expense of others. When you read through, as we just did, Esther chapter 5, it's a tale of two plans, right? We're introduced to the plan of Esther, and she's, she's following a particular plan. And then we're introduced to a, a very different, in contrast, a very different plan, one by Haman. And when you compare these two, they, they couldn't be further apart. One plan was birthed in prayer and fasting. The other one birthed from rage and hatred. One plan focused on saving lives, the, the Hebrew people, the Jewish people. The other plan focused on destroying lives. One plan was selfless. The other plan was selfish. One plan was patient, while the other plan was rushed. Esther ha- has people praying. She has people fasting, and she's patiently waiting on the Lord's timing. Haman hears the suggestion to hang Mordecai, and he doesn't even hesitate. He doesn't even wait for the king's approval, and he's already got the gallows being constructed. So that they're gonna, the gallows will be going to be, they're going to be ready the next morning. So he's working in haste. He's working uh, quickly, and, and Esther is being patient. But uh, like Esther, sometimes those delays are often God's protection. You ever experienced that in your own life? You have a plan. You're living out that plan. And something goes haywire. Didn't work out. I'm reminded when Cheryl and I, this was back in uh, 2002, we had just moved to this area. We just moved to Lake Norman area. And we are about to buy our very first home. We had picked out the neighborhood. We had picked out a floor plan. And we had picked out a house. And we had our hearts set on a particular house. But we needed to get a few things in order. And then we're ready. And then we're going we're gonna to go in and we're going to make an offer on this house. And we had been, we had been driving by it. We had been driving by it. We had been praying. Lord, give us this house. We'll dedicate it for your glory. The day that everything was ready, we're ready to pull the trigger, go in and talk with them and and purchase this particular home. We go in and we see a sold sign. And we go and we talk with the people uh, that are building the neighborhood. And they said, we just sold that one yesterday. And we're like, oh, we had our hearts set on it. I mean, this was, the, this was it. And he said, but you know what? He said, we, we have one that's just like it. It's a different lot. But if you want to look at it, it's just like it, and it's, it's located right next to the model home. Would you, would you be interested in that one? Yeah, let's, let's go look at it. So we ended up going with that house. We lived in that house for 13 years, raised our, our family. This is, this is our, our home. This is, this is where... You know, our son grew up. So we're very familiar with the neighborhood. And just across the street down the road where the house was that we had our hearts set on, they continually had problems because the backyard was built on a creek. And little by little, their backyard was eroding and was quickly approaching the house. 
Sometimes the delay is God's protection. Sometimes the, the, when you think, but I have my heart set on this one, and God's saying, this is not the one for you. This is not right. The timing is not right. Wait. I think that that's what Esther was doing. Can't say definitively, but I think that God was saying, Esther, you've got them here. Oh, wait. I've got a plan. Bring them to another banquet. You know, following the Lord's plan is going to require patience. But it's important for us to listen to those Holy Spirit nudges. Because if something doesn't seem right, wait. Wait. 